Welcome to the Daily Drive. This show is dedicated to keeping you educated, informed, and most importantly, driven to succeed. We want your feedback, so call us at 1-800-437-5121. Everyone on the Daily Drive Show team hopes you enjoy this show. Here's your host, Ken Noor. Welcome to The Daily Drive. I'm so incredibly glad that you are here today and that you are taking the time out of your day to listen to The Daily Drive. I hope that we increase your drive. I hope that you are having the best day of your life and that you are working on things that are going to be exceptionally productive for you. You're not being pulled in 9,000 directions by somebody else. Keep on The Daily Eight. Do those eight things and stay focused. Today, we have an interview with Chris Lesnar, and Chris is the CEO and founder of Project World Impact. And let me just tell you, it's a bold name with a surprising beginning, a little twist in there. Um, as usual, I think we're probably going to end up with two shows out of this. So today is the first show, but I invite you to make sure you come back and listen tomorrow because I'm not sure quite candidly in which show the we're going to find out the reason for the naming of Project World Impact. But Project World Impact is actually having an impact on your and my world because Chris is helping nonprofits be discovered and helping them reach out into the world through marketing. So we're going to have a great interview with Chris, I know, because I was there. And now you get to listen in. Welcome to the show, man. How are you doing today, Chris? Today is going very well. It's nice to be back from Christmas. How's it going for you? Thank you for asking. It is the best day of my life. Really? My listeners know that. You coming from the uh, car world, uh, you know, living previously in Detroit and a family that was in the, the automobile industry, it's a quote that that came from Henry Ford that makes me say that. and. Uh, and that is that uh, one of his quotes was, if you believe you can or you believe you can't, you're probably right. And so every day is the best day of my life because for a lot of reasons. But, man, yesterday is gone. There's nothing I can do about that. It is in the books. Tomorrow is not guaranteed. I, I You know, we could be on the radio show and, and a meteor fall through my office and, and we're done. Today is the only day of my life. And if I believe that it's not the best day of my life, it probably isn't going to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that's a really good perspective. I've not heard that perspective, but I like it. Yeah. Well, if you believe it, if you believe you can or you believe you can't, you're probably right. And I think people walk around going, I'm having a bad day today. Well, you know what? You're probably right. You're probably having a really bad day (laughs) because it's a self-fulfilling prophecy to some degree. You are the CEO and founder of Project World Impact. By the way, really cool name, and we're, I'm going to dig on that one in a minute and find out more, man. But tell us about Project World Impact. What is Project World Impact? Yeah, we've got two parts to our company. Um, one part of it is ProjectWorldImpact.com, where we have over 5 million people that come to our website to find nonprofits. And people will come and search by cause and location and say, 
wonder who's working with kids in Kenya or homeless people in Chicago or clean water in India or whatever the heck it is. And uh, they will hopefully find nonprofits that do work in their area of interest. And then a bunch of people come and just do research on what is going on around the world with different causes in different countries. Um, and behind the scenes, we build software uh, that helps nonprofits raise money and that helps them get found by more people. So we have about 20 products that we're giving to nonprofits, and then um, and that's that's half of what we do. The other half of what we do is uh, we do digital marketing for for-profits and nonprofits. Um, like a lot of other digital marketing agencies. So it's been uh, it's been fun, and we've been around for uh, about five years, a little over five years. What gave you the idea to to start in the, you know, the Project World Impact Connection? I mean, explain, what was the genesis for that? It's, um, it really is uh, a weird story, but um, I went to a really small school in Indiana for a college called Taylor University, just a really small Christian school. Um, and while I was there, I had helped start a marketing company with a few people that um, we grew to be a multi-million dollar company working with global brands. And um, then when I was finishing up at Taylor, I got connected to some nonprofit people um, that basically all just said, uh, what if you could use your marketing skills to to do something bigger with your life? And um, it was then that I kind of thought about what would it look like to have a website where we could help nonprofits get found, help them raise money. A lot of the nonprofits that we've interacted with had trouble raising money, especially online. Um, so we felt like we could fill the gap. It kind of got started in 2013, and then from there we realized uh, nonprofits don't have a ton of money, <laughs> so we need to start the other part of our company doing marketing for for-profits and nonprofits, more like a digital agency, and that was going to fund all of this cool nonprofit stuff that we were dreaming of at the time. There are nonprofits that have money, and then there are nonprofits that don't have money. I would say you're right. The majority are in the latter. Um, right. And, and, and you know, the reality to that, uh, you be in the marketing business, you know, myself also in the marketing business a long time, uh, is that uh, a lot of nonprofits have this desire to give everything uh, to their mission, which is completely understandable. But if, as you and I as marketers can kind of talk, part of what needs to be your mission, though, is is that marketing piece. Because if you if you don't have a sustainable uh, cash flow, a way to attract new people to your nonprofit, to your mission, so that they can participate with you in your mission, uh, you'll be short lived. You can't you can't continue to meet most missions anyway, take some level of money. Uh, or time or effort, um, all of which still circles around that, you know, those dollars. And I think marketing for nonprofits is a really important thing, but they will not always look at it in a, in a high level. Yeah, it's been, it's been a fun journey trying to help them out. And just I've learned so much about tons going on around the world that I was oblivious to, even though I kind of grew up around a lot of that stuff. Yeah, you, you were saying, you know, kind of in the pre-show that you – uh, you travel a lot or you moved around a lot um, while growing up. So you've gone, well, you've been in a lot of places that most people never get a chance to go. Yeah. Well, when I was seven, we moved to Japan. Uh, and then we moved from Detroit. Then we moved back to Detroit for a year when I was 12. Then uh, 
At 13, we moved to Australia for uh, three and a half years. Then we moved to Germany for a year. And then we moved back to the States, to Chicago, where I am now. So, yeah, we've uh, we've had a pretty fun traveling life. Most people never move more than, you know, 50 miles from their place of origin. That's pretty much where they, you know, start their life and build their life. And they don't get to see much from there. Yeah. Yeah, my wife would fall into that boat where she was kind of born and raised in the same house and were very different, but uh from from that standpoint so it's it's just funny thinking through how i'm used to change and she's not as used to change when we were getting married yeah you know what and uh that's probably gonna uh be an interesting part of our conversation uh as we pivot here so we're going to talk about uh you as an individual and try to you know let our audience uh, get to know what's what's made you successful so i'm going to give you a series of short kind of questions here out of the get-go and actually i already know the answer to a couple of them because you you've already told us along the way here but that's okay hey in one word characterize your life as an entrepreneur safe i like that i really like that on a couple of levels a married or single you already answered the question but we'll married. ask it again married. <laughs> married. married happily how long almost four years yeah really not long Dinner and a movie out or dinner at home and Netflix? Oh, uh, dinner and a movie out up until we just had a kid. So then we're kind of stuck with dinner and a movie and Netflix. But we're happy doing that, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. Why? Well, honestly, I've I've never seen any of the old of either. But the... Uh, but the new ones of both are pretty good. I like both of them. But uh, Star Wars, I guess, just because it seems bigger. Bigger. All right. Fair enough. Bigger universe kind of thing. If you're a new addition to the crayon box, what color would you be? Um, <laughs> I'd be uh, hex code um, AEE. Well, I guess we have like a we have a blue that we use. Um, 33AEF4. So I'd be that, that color. You're just geeking out on me, man. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> Xcode. There are going to be some in our audience. I'll know exactly where you went. There'll be others to be like, what are you talking about? Um, yeah. <laughs> but I know exactly where you're going, man. Um, so what are your hobbies or should I maybe say, what are your hobbies that are not long to be your hobbies? Um, cause you have a new kid. So that's going to change some, but. What are your hobbies? Yeah, uh, I really only have three hobbies, and they're all kind of lame. But the first one is I play basketball a lot. I used to be pretty good before I got out of shape, so now I'm playing a lot more to try and get back in shape. And then um, and then number two would probably be reading. Um, I try and read at least a, a new book every week um, just for my own benefit. It's helped me a lot. And then um, last thing is just hanging out with family and friends, which – uh, we spend a lot of time with family and friends. So, What makes you happy? Honestly, just living every day, doing what we're doing makes me really happy. I kind of love what we're all about, and it's fun when you can have a job where you're doing what you feel called to do. And um, What sacrifices have you had to make to be an entrepreneur? I think it goes back to your what makes you happy question. Um, to me, it probably doesn't feel like sacrifices as much as maybe to other people. Um, cause there's like your typical, like probably, uh, time with family or friends, 
that people outside would say, but for me, I don't feel like I've had to sacrifice a ton um, just because it's been like right what I feel like I, I want to be doing. And um, uh, there's not a ton that we have to sacrifice to do what we're doing, especially when you're working with other nonprofits and you're seeing like what they're doing and the people they're helping. It's kind of like, boy, we've, we've got it pretty easy no matter what, you know? I look at and realize just how incredibly blessed I am every day. Uh, it's amazing uh, the opportunities we have here in the U.S., and uh, we are definitely blessed. Um, hey, we finished this interview, and you step outside and you find a lottery ticket that wins $100 million. What do you do? <laughs> I'd pour it back into PWI. So there is so much stuff that we – that we want to do. We try and build new products every month for nonprofits that we keep releasing and just giving away. And so we have a list of over a hundred new products that we're trying to give to these nonprofits. And uh, it would definitely help to have more money to keep funding more products so we can give nonprofits so they don't have to keep paying for it on scale. Three types of CEOs, they say. They say there are three types of CEOs anyway. They're sales-oriented, operations-oriented, or finance-oriented. Which bucket do you fall into or close to anyway? Boy, I'm probably not good at any of those things. So a little bit or none of all of them. I'd say I'm uh, more like a surround myself with those people kind of leader. <laughs> Fantastic answer. So you might say there's a fourth bucket, which is that HR bucket. It kind of falls on the operations side. So you find great people. Yeah, and if I had to lean one way, it'd be operations. I, I don't love being hands-off. I love kind of getting into it and trying to figure out what can make this work better. So I guess ops from that standpoint. I understood the journey of how you got there. Um, what was that spark, though? What what was the moment that said, hey, I want to be in in nonprofits? You, were you working with one or two of them or, and, and just had this idea that you could do something for them? Yeah, there's a lot of things. I got connected with uh, – the guy that runs a nonprofit called Compassion International, and um, they kind of they do a lot of sponsoring children and really really cool work. And basically, hearing his story, it was really influential to be like, wow, this is uh, cool to see everything he's been able to do. They're almost a billion dollar nonprofit that helps kids all around the world. From my standpoint, as I kind of dug into like I didn't know much about nonprofits at that point, I wanted to figure out how many people are working with nonprofits or interested in nonprofits, because I wasn't one at this point. And uh, as I looked into it, I found that there were over 130 million people in America alone every month looking for information about nonprofits. And some months that number spiked significantly. If there's a huge natural disaster, forest fires, hurricanes, whatever, um, people start looking up what's going on. And a bunch of people are also just looking for information on what the issues are. Might be people researching stuff for school. Might be people who have a heart to get involved. Who knows? Um, but then when we kind of did some research on where are they landing, uh, most people were landing on places like um, Wikipedia, the UN Foundation, the World Health Organization, all really useful places, but none that we felt met what we thought people were typing online. Um, it was more just like, this is the best we got, you know, and um, and there's a lot of places that showcase nonprofits, and it's all financially based, but not here's the actual work they're doing. 
And we don't know anything about what they're doing financially, but we know a lot about the work they're doing, and we just thought we could make something that fills that gap of who is doing what in the world and how can you get involved. So that's what we set out to do, and it was just kind of filling a gap where we felt there was a gap. And uh, if somebody else wasn't going to do it, we felt like we should, and if somebody else had already done it, we probably wouldn't have done it. Chris is a really interesting guy, young guy, 26 years old, first uh, child, first Christmas this Christmas with that child. That is a absolutely great story, you know. I love to see it when entrepreneurs go out there and do something, uh, and Chris is an example of that. But we ran out of time for that entire interview to happen today, so I want to make sure that you listen in again tomorrow to hear the rest of Chris's interview, and I hope that you have a fantastic rest of your day and thanks for listening to us on the daily drive thanks for listening and thanks to our sponsor that company Why is that company the white label digital marketing provider for some of the biggest agencies in the industry? Because we get results, we retain clients, and we deliver profitability. Visit www.thatcompany.com to find out how we can make your agency more profitable. If you want to give us feedback, call us now at 1-800-437-5121 or drop by dailydriveshow.com. Make sure you add us to your Alexa daily briefing skill. Don't forget that you can listen to us live every day on WQBQ at 7.30 a.m. The show wouldn't be possible without the Daily Drive Show team, executive producer Jake Perrick, web guru Taj Royer, and the audio man with the plan. Shoddy. Don't forget to tune in tomorrow.